Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Their Story Matters right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and I'm very honored to have a wonderful prince all the way from India, Prince Manvendra Singh Gohil. I pray that I have pronounced that correctly. Yeah. We, we have an extraordinary story here today for you, is that he is a a prince from a very, very long line. His line goes back, I think it's 650 years. Um, he's, uh, he's the 39th direct descendant of the 650-year-old Gohil dynasty and the crown prince of Rajapipla in the Western India. I apologize if I'm not pronouncing this right. But he's the first member of the royal family to come out as openly gay. Uh, it didn't go down very well. Um, and they tried to strike him of his princehood and only to re revive it the next day because it was illegal to do so. He has spoken to Oprah. He has met our prime minister Trudeau. Um, he has been on the Cardassians. Uh, but his true commitment is to the LGBT community and he's the ambassador consultant for India for the world's largest and oldest nonprofit organization for HIV testing and treatment and we are going to just dive right into this wonderful conversation here today and find out more about him about about the struggles you know we we've had poor Prince Harry and Megan being bashed left, right, and center for, for leaving the royal family or for going out and standing up for something that means something for them. And we know that royal families like tradition. Don't rock the boat, just do your duty. And what was it like for you when you first had to say to your family, well, I'm gay. Welcome to the show, love. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Sarah, for uh, my introduction and for giving me this opportunity to be with you. Uh, it has been a bit of a struggle for me because uh, being born in a royal family comes with a lot of protocols and rules and regulations and norms and uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, conservative uh, upbringing happening in the uh, royal families and especially in families in India where, you know, we have uh, this we have dropped folks we'll be right back with sorry about yes, that yes. folks we had an internet drop but he is back please do continue about the challenges of coming out so uh, uh my challenges were very uh, apparent because being raised in a royal family in india comes with a lot of protocols and norms and do's and don'ts because we belong to a very rich cultural heritage as you introduced uh, being the uh, the custodian of a 650 year old dynasty which was established in the 13th century so uh, it was it was re really difficult because uh, uh, being the first member of a royal family so you can imagine nobody before me has even dared to uh, come out of their royal closet as yes. it's called and to tell yeah so, <laughs> to, to be, to be perceived here, normal here, in any way, right? Never mind coming out being gay. You just can't be different in yeah, any way. Yeah. 
exactly yeah so uh, it was definitely very difficult but uh, at the same time uh, i wanted to be true to myself and to true to others so uh, I, i i wanted to break from that hypocrisy which has been prevailing in our country especially in a, in a country where i call the land of uh, kama sutra you know we mm-hmm. all know that uh, india has uh, the world's oldest uh, sex encyclopedia which is called the kama sutra and uh, which has uh, open mention about homosexuality and uh, lesbianism transgenderism and yet our country fails to even accept the fact that uh, this exists mm-hmm. so uh, there were all these uh, issues which were uh, playing upon my mind uh, and uh, uh, i was feeling like it was like a double imprisonment for me you know being born in a royal family itself is imprisonment yes. you know you're not yes. you're not given the you're not yeah given the eyes are on you all the time uh, yeah exactly and uh, uh, and uh, on top of that to be gay is a is a double uh, mm-hmm. imprisonment you know you're you're living in a in a in a prison in the prison kind yep. of yes so uh, i wanted to just yeah i wanted to just break free and be live my truth uh, that was primarily the reason which uh, kind of motivated me to uh, uh, break out and uh, in, tell uh, my and uh, my parents first of all and then after uh, four years later i i publicly came out to the whole world and uh, and that uh, that itself brought me a lot of joy of course mm-hmm. it brought brought me out of struggles but it brought <laughs> me a very the inner joy and uh, the, the experience of to, to have that freedom to be who you are right. that was very important for me That is what yeah. we always tell people, you know, it, it's, it's not comparing yourself to someone else. It's not trying to be someone else. The journey of life yes. is the embracement of self. Who are you? What's your gift? Mm-hmm. And how is it here to serve others? And when we deny people what they are yeah. naturally, you know, we're asking someone to live a lie and we're penalizing them for being different. And we're encouraging people to be different. We're, well, let's just say the status quo where when it comes to government when it comes to tradition when it comes to organizations when it comes to religion they want you to conform nice neat little box fit in there do as you're told don't rock the boat but in the world of spirituality mm-hmm. we want people to embrace who they are from the very core of who they are yeah. and whatever package they come in and we want them to stand up tall in their life because then they're finding their instrument learning how to play it and finding an orchestra to play it in so it's so important that you have the courage to stand up despite as you say mm. double prison and you didn't know what was going to happen whether your parents would accept this whether india would accept this uh you knew there was going to be some backlash but you knew you had to stand up not only for the truth of yourself but in representation of others that were also trapped and imprisoned in their own in their own self so kudos for that for standing up tall because you know for a lot of people they can quietly come out and it doesn't bother too many people but you're in the public eye right so first and foremost how did your parents take it see uh, most of our parents uh, uh, they, they are not uh, willing to accept the fact mm-hmm. in the first place mm-hmm. so the first stage is denial yeah no it is not possible because they always uh, connect uh, homosexuality or any any social uh, 
condition condition uh, to the upbringing of the child and mm. they knew that they have given me the best uh, upbringing uh, you know uh, uh, because uh, uh, like uh, being raised in the royal family itself uh, you, there is no doubt that uh, you you're getting the best up- upbringing possible best education best upbringing best training etiquettes and everything are you know uh, the perfect because uh, uh, you, you are training the, the person to become the next custodian you know right. which, which comes with a huge huge responsibility yeah secondly uh, uh, it's a fact that i had more girlfriends than i had boyfriends in school Mm-hmm. <laughs> and which which they knew about and but but they didn't know that uh, the girlfriends were like more of uh, you know just uh, you know, more, more than uh, anything else they were just friends. Yeah, yeah sister yeah sisters like uh, not, no sexual uh, yeah. relation between them so right. that was the second thing third thing uh, most parents think and my parents also thought that uh, i wasn't gay i wasn't born gay but i was converted into being gay by being in a bad or wrong company right. and they they knew they had they they knew uh, some individuals who are gay and uh, who have been in my company and they said oh my son was never gay but these ch- these guys they spoiled him they <laughs> it's like you know they compared it with uh, alcohol you know like people when they get into addiction of drugs or alcohol or tobacco or something yes. they say oh they they have been uh, they've been in wrong company which has made them addicts right. drug addicts or alcohol like they had no choice of it themselves so yeah. that was the same yeah mm-hmm. exactly so uh, yeah so that was their first reaction and all said and done they said okay even if we have to accept him there is definitely a cure for it right uh, science has advanced so much that there is cure for cancer there is cure for tuberculosis there is cure for schizophrenia this cure, i mean so there is definitely a cure if not in india then at least uh, we can send him to america and get him operated there could be a surgery could be performed we could get him uh, shock therapy <laughs> yeah you know but uh, there, there, there it, it is not it is always possible to to cure him to to and to treat him and to make him uh, straight so that and, was and the horrific uh, thing is is that those are the kind of practices I don't know if they're still in practice now, but have been in practice in the past, that they could cure people yeah. of being gay, shock therapy, all sorts of stuff, right. the torture yes. that they put them through. And just because they would right. not accept them, that this could actually be. So, yeah, they, I hope they didn't do any of that with you. <laughs> they didn't no. Go. Yeah, fortunately for me, uh, they, whosoever they met in India, this whether it was a psychiatrist or a doctor mm-hmm. they were uh, quite sensitive uh, uh, about the issues uh, so they, they, they and and another good thing which happened with me was that uh, uh, i am left handed mm-hmm. uh, i have been left handed ever since the time i i first was holding uh, the uh, pencil or pen in my uh, hand and uh, they they had taken and in india to be left handed could be a problem because our all our religious rituals are done with the right hand mm. so left hand is not supposed to be you know uh, 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 having a good omen oh, so no. they took me to a doctor when i was uh, yeah they took me to a, to a doctor at the age of 4 uh, or 5 or something and they came to know that i am left handed to treat me for that you know and to, to tell the doctor that please make him 
do things with the right hand because it's not good that uh, the future custodian of the dynasty is is left handed you know yeah. so so and the and the and the, doc, and the doctor just refused she, he said madam and sir it's not possible if he's if he's he prefers to use his left hand for eating for writing and everything then uh, it will have uh, serious mental issues on him if you try to make him uh, right handed so uh, the it, doctors who were uh, uh, practical sorry Def they were definitely yeah, yeah. practical yeah exactly. my mother, my mother so, was left handed uh, and she literally got beaten um, for writing left handed and forced to write right handed but her writing was atrocious no one could read it <laughs> because she wasn't yeah. left handed Exactly. So that came as a good uh, point for uh, my uh, counseling with my parents because the doctors used that example and said, right. "Look, uh, uh, similar to you know, the the his your childhood experience with him, where you were not able to make him right-handed from left-handed. Similarly, you are, you cannot make him straight from gay." Right. It, they gave that kind of a comparison, you know. So good. that that kind of helped. So yeah. finally, they accepted it. And now you've got no. To, no they never no, accepted it. No, they, no. They, so see, when when uh, Sarah, when when science fails, when science fails, then religion comes. Right. That has been uh, that's been the case in most cases. So they said, okay, if science is something which which uh, which is uh, man-made, but religion is above science, you know. So they they started taking me to various religious leaders, saints, sages. Both men and women, astrologers. You know, for three years I was tormented and tortured and uh, taken to so many different uh, religion uh, heads all over the country just to see that uh, I uh, follow the right path. And because according to me, I was following a wrong uh, wrong path, uh, influenced by some people who have their vested interest. And you know, they said, "Oh, they are they are the gay mafia." You know, they say, they call it the the gay mafia, and they are, they are they are these criminal criminal minded people who are influencing your mind and trying to uh, uh, you know take you in on this wrong journey, and uh, you know, and God is the God is watching us all from above, and He is not going to tolerate this, and mm. justice will will be done, and these these people who are the sinners, they will be. Uh, taught the lesson and you know those kind of things oh yeah yeah so, i know the religious uh, doctrine the, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you could, yeah so uh, i uh, what i did was i was very very cooperative towards them i said let them try whatever they want to you know mm -hmm. why should i why should i stop them from from trying let them get let them satisfy themselves so i i wherever they took me uh, i went i became for their sake and for the sake of the religious leaders advice i became vegetarian Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one of them said, "Do do yoga, meditation, and all." I started doing that also. Another guy said, uh, "Do some religious ritual where you're supposed to be doing uh, lighting a fire and tying this band and drinking this kind of a water." I did that also. Another guy said, "Write the name of God in your notebook every day before you go to sleep." I must have filled journals and journals and journals <laughs> writing the God's name for three years. You know. And in spite of doing all the things what the religious leaders told me, I uh, I became more gay than becoming straight. You know, <laughs> no. you know yeah. it's it's you know it, the resistance is futile. You are gay. You didn't 
asked yeah. to be gay you can't change being gay it is yeah. it it is the way your dna is made and this whole thing that something must be wrong with you that needs to be changed is you know kind of a way of thinking that really has to go by the wayside because we cannot accept yeah. people for the way they are we're looking at them as broken and they're not broken they're just different just different and why yeah. is it wrong to be different why you know and why are we persecuting people um, where families are, are turning away from their children because they're gay and that is not what love is about. That is not what God's love is about. God loves, only knows love and doesn't persecute. Yes, exactly. That is a human condition of the persecution. Yes. yes. <sighs> yeah. So yeah. did they finally accept? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> see, uh, see, you have to remember, uh, they, uh, if they would have been uh, commoners' parents, maybe they would have accepted. But right. for them, it was uh, a, a question of their reputation of the family. Right. You know, how they would, they, they always feared that uh, this royal secret would be leaked and, and uh, it would be known to the other people. So before it, it, it goes out in public, uh, it's better to to uh, sub, to you know, uh, make it underground and yeah. hide it rather than get get the others to know because that would have been a very big you know thing for them that if this would have leaked out and gone out. So then scandal. they started scandal. threatening me. Yeah, scandals. Yeah, royal scandals. You you know, <laughs> the royal scandals are they become very famous. Yes, and the media gets a lot of CRP ratings with that, you know. Oh, the tabloids <laughs> go crazy with it, right? Yeah. And the bashing yeah. and, and the hysteria oh. and oh gosh, exactly. yeah, yeah, out yeah. of control. So, uh, so they, yeah, so they started threatening me. They said, oh. uh, let let us use uh, uh, let us use black emotional blackmailing methods, threatening, harassment, torture, torment, all those oh. kind of things. And what they used to do is that uh, they would say, okay. Uh, uh, I, by then I had started my, uh, my trust, my organization, the Lakshya Trust. So they said, okay, now we will go and tell the government to stop funding to you because y'all are doing illegal activities. Y'all are spreading homosexuality. Y'all are spreading sin and you're doing this and that. So we will inform the government and they will stop your funding. Uh, if you don't be, if you don't change yourself. Secondly, the, they started removing me from all the businesses. Whatever family businesses or you know, the uh, I was doing, I was helping with because um, uh, like you know uh, belonging to this family, I was involved in a lot of uh, things with properties and uh, mm -hmm. matters connected with the with the family. Uh, so they started removing my name. They said, no, if you are gay, you cannot be. Uh, I was a I was a partner in a gas station, uh, which my mother owned, and the, uh, she came up with this idea. No, the 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 the, the gas station the 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 company policy says that if you are gay, you cannot be a dealer. She just made it up, you know. There's no, there's right, no law. Yeah, throwing everything yeah. in the just pot, right? Them, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so you better, you better, you make your mend your ways. Otherwise, I'm removing your name. So anyway, she removed my name from that. She removed my name from all the family trusts, the religious trusts, other businesses, all those because you know the the trying to make me economically weak. So that right. I give up, give up, and like you know, right. I try to. Then they started, yeah. Then they started socially blackmailing me, and then telling me, literally threatening me that, okay, if you don't change, we will tell all those people you are connected with, all your best friends, your teachers, your uh, gurus, your all those ones you're very close to. I will tell them, 
uh, about your status and then they will stop talking to you they will they will disassociate with you they'll start teaching you because i was learning music in those days so uh, you know so that kind of threat started coming so uh, but uh, i knew for the fact that they are not going to tell them because you know they are all they are worried about terrified the, uh, of telling secret. anybody of anybody yeah. knowing yeah, yeah. <laughs> go yeah. ahead mom go yeah, ahead <laughs> yeah then then they finally sat with me and they said look uh, uh you uh, we know you're gay but if you have to remain in this house with us then you have to get married to a girl there's no other way out but if you don't wish to get married to to a girl then you have two options the first option is that uh you renounce the world and become a saint <laughs> you become a religious leader <laughs> religious saint you join the join the religious head and become a saint that is the one option other option is that you join the transgender community and that is the the hijras the, the you know the hijras are the a part of the transgender community which is very specific to india so you join those hijra communities so i said no i am not i'm i want to live the material world why should i renounce the world you know that's that's not a option for me and secondly i'm i'm gay i'm not a transgender so right. why should i join the transgender yeah uh, and and i and thirdly i don't wish to get married to a girl because i don't want to spoil her life right so uh, i don't uh, i don't uh, want to uh, you know listen to any of your uh, options they all three are not going to be possible you know so uh, then they were they, they were really you know in the struggling how what next to do and they started burning all my old records and files and everything they wanted to destroy everything you know they, because you know what happens when you get uh, uh, very much uh, stressed out yes then you go into the path of destruction yes. you know that uh, that mental frustration is uh, so strong that that uh, you you try to destroy and you try to do all those things which will kind of you know uh, lead to self destruction and right. uh, many many things they themselves were getting a lot of uh, uh, stress mentally stressed but anyhow they wanted to make me straight you know mm-hmm. and then uh, all while all this process was going on somebody the uh, people around me used to keep telling me that look your lgbt movement is uh, uh, good in india there's no doubt about it but if you really need to make it stronger and need to push it uh, forward uh, somebody one of you has to sacrifice make a sacrifice mm-hmm. then your movement is going to be uh, strong so uh, those those words used to keep inspiring me a lot and and i knew the, my i was so fed up with this 3 years of imagine 3 from 2002 uh, uh, to 2006 when i came out four years i have been tortured by my parents literally tortured you know it was like uh, uh, you know uh, I, i used to wonder you know has an individual to go through so much of uh, hell just for speaking the truth you know yes. it, it's that's it's and don't crazy, we encourage you know, our uh, children to speak the truth but when yeah, you speak the truth and exactly. it's not the truth they like then you're persecuted for it yeah so i said now i am going to teach the, my parents a lesson they have been threatening me all all throughout and uh, tormenting me and harassing me and uh, troubling me now i will teach them the, their lesson and they always worried about the royal secret leaking out i am going to tell the whole world oh, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. so i am going to tell the whole world and then they'll realize 
you know uh, what kind of a child they have produced you know mm-hmm. so uh, and uh, and fortunately uh, uh, while i was wanting to do that uh, one journalist approached me who came to know about my sexual orientation and wished to do a story about uh, my life and all and i said wow this is the right opportunity uh, i want to come out and there is a journalist who wants to do my story uh, so this is the right chance and i must uh, do it and i i didn't see to any consequences i said whatever happens worst come to us my life will be taken away what 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 worse than that can happen but i'm going i'm going ahead uh, taking the plunge and i did it and the 14th march 2006 was a earthquake in india <laughs> it was literally an earthquake <laughs> yeah of course that because, was because you came out you know that you caused the yeah. earthquake yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah it was the biggest earthquake in india has ever happened uh, in the history of india so yeah so that's how it all happened and of course everybody's focused on the earthquake and really nobody gives a damn that you are gay so, you know all right that's fine but wait we're in the midst of an earthquake here so i would imagine that for for most people it wasn't such a big deal um you know the traditional obviously and anybody around the royal family but for the public it's not such a big deal is it yeah so yeah I, and you know the uh, very interesting thing when when i gave this interview to this journalist i said i may be the first member of a royal family to come out as gay but not the only one Mm-hmm. you know which which means that i knew that there were some uh, some royals in india who are closeted gays or lesbians uh, but uh, you know and they knew that i that i knew them you know so uh, i uh, i kind of uh, uh, without mentioning any names uh, i i mentioned this fact in the in the in the media and uh, that also sent a lot of shock waves to a lot right. of royals and they, they they were literally scared you know that uh, oh my god now this guy has gone shameless and now he's going to out all of us also you know so that right. that that created a uh, kind of a panic uh, yeah so what what did it do for your for your movement did it increase um you know the validity of it i mean obviously i mean i don't know if you got cut off funding or not or did it become a publicly funded uh, movement see uh, i believe that uh, for bringing about any kind of uh, social change uh, on any issue uh, not just on lgbt it could be for on any issue we need to talk on that subject yeah. yes without we are yeah, just silent then nothing happens you know not, nothing will move you know it, but if we start talking about a subject especially a subject like this which has always been uh, a taboo and has been uh, uh, pushed underground and not talked about uh, we need to open our dialogue and i i don't care if it is a negative uh, conversation happens but have a conversation instead of just sitting quiet about it so my coming out stirred the the you know the, the hornet's nest as it's yes. called and it kind of created a, a controversy that made people to or motivated them to talk about it good and i wanted that to happen and i and i definitely wanted uh, a controversy uh and i wanted because if you have just got accepted by everyone and then you know then it's not a controversy right you need to have uh, uh people to oppose it right i am the biggest opposition yeah the, the biggest opposition yeah so the biggest opposition came my parents were silent for 3 months they they, they didn't react to it you know they were 
they, I think hiding. They, they, were, they were now just in hiding. They never expected that I would take this kind of a step. You know, they, that was, uh, they were absolutely not prepared. They were not mentally prepared that I take this step. So they were for three months, they were just silent. They didn't even speak about it. They, they didn't uh, interact with the media, nothing. Then uh, in March, I came out in June, they uh, took out these public notices uh, in the newspapers. Uh, and in that those notices stated that we are disowning our one and only one son from the royal family. And we are disinheriting uh, him from the ancestral property because he is involved in activities which are not obje which are objectionable by the society. They very cleverly did use the word gay. Right, right. In the, in the notice. But they said he's, yeah, yeah, but he's involved in activities with, because they were not accepting me as gay. You know, the problem right. is that they, 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 they always thought I have been converted. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, so, <laughs> so, the, so, yeah. So that was that notice. And that notice uh, actually, uh, you know, uh, kind of uh, stirred more controversy to this, to this whole coming out. Because if, if that wouldn't have happened, then maybe nothing much would have happened in my life. But uh, I think it was that notice coming out and the more media involvement of yeah. all that, which, which, uh, which, which brought the news, took the news from national to international. And that's when Oprah Winfrey heard about me. Right. Uh, and, cause I, and I always tell, I, I tell thanks to my mom and dad that uh, uh, y'all reached me to Oprah. So, I, yes, so I mean, here they're wanting yeah. to keep it quiet and you're one with one of the most profiled people in the world sharing your story. So yeah. they inadvertently exactly. put you on the map. And, and you know, one of the yes. things I think that probably would have backfired with them is that for you to publicly um, shame your child for being gay yes. or whatever they yeah. wanted to rephrase it as, but you've, you've come out as gay so people know they're doing that, and for them to turn their backs on you and kind of strip you of any title is uh, mm. a, an, an, um, an outcry from everyone else saying, when you love your children, you love them no matter what. And you do not turn your back on yeah. your children. If they're a mass murderer or serial killer, right. I understand. But you do not turn your back on yeah. them for being different. What kind of parent right, is right. that? So that would have had a lot of backlash. Yeah from people um, seeing yes. that as uh, right. shaming them for doing it. Right, right, right. Do you have a relationship with your parents today? So, uh, like, as I was telling you in the beginning, this, this whole notice, which was served, uh, was, uh, was uh, like, uh, the media exposed it and brought a lawyer from the Supreme Court uh, who made the statement that uh, this is uh, absolutely illegal on, on no legal grounds can any parent and especially parents from the royal family can disown or disinherit their, their child or their, uh, their, their son or daughter whosoever it is uh, from the ancestral property and all and especially on the grounds uh, uh, of, of one's sexuality you know right. it's, it's, it's against the against and I, the, you, and the, the, I mean this whole notice could be challenged in the court and uh, the, even the lawyer's license could be cancelled you know, it, wow. it, it would have gone to that. So, uh, and this this news was flashed all over uh, all the national televisions of India. 
uh, it was kind of the big breaking news of the day you know they all any channel you start they were only talking about this news there were there was no other news in that on that day you know they forgot about the government our prime minister and president and everyone only i was the only one which was flashing all over the day so so the that itself brought about a lot of uh, awareness amongst the people and uh, they realized their mistake and immediately the second day itself they called the lawyer and uh, in fact the lawyer only called them and said that i am not interested in cancel, getting my license cancelled right you know, I, I have to i have to feed my children yes you know, so uh, yeah so uh, he went he came to them and he said i am withdrawing and then they also uh, withdrew the and the notice and it was cancelled right now my father uh, interestingly uh, he uh, gave an interview to the media to the to the print media and said that he acted in anger and he confessed that whatever step he took he took at the instigation of the conservative society of india right and uh, uh, yeah so he he mentioned that in the interview he said uh, and he has praised me in the interview he said he, my son has been a gifted individual he has never has never uh, bothered us any time in his childhood and he has he has been an independent person and he's he's talented and you know he's he's praised me and he said had it been not been for the society the conservative society they wouldn't have taken this step and i and he he mentions in that that he regrets it Yeah. that he he's regretting uh, taking this uh, uh step uh so he kind of uh, realized that you know it was not uh, it was not right on his part my mother on the contrary uh has taken a very uh, low profile she is neither made made a statement in my favor neither she made a statement against me mm. but she has always like you know remained in, uh, behind the picture my father was the one has been the one who has been making statements and you know uh, telling the people that uh, and uh, as i i correctly uh, guessed it was the royal families uh, who uh, pressurized my parents because uh, they were all scared of their reputation because uh, and especially and yeah and especially the royal families who are closeted you know the one right, because yes. uh, 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 you know sarah is so interesting as i was growing up as a child i used to hear from my own parents mouth uh, of them telling me oh following maharaja uh, the, the the king he's gay and the following uh, the queen she is lesbian and those days i never knew the words lesbian right. and gay i never heard of them you know so so and when i grew up i realized that oh they have been referring them to the following some royal families and my, because within the royal families it's open secret you know mm-hmm. who is gay yeah. and who is not gay and lesbian but it's just you know it doesn't go out of the royal uh, uh the, you know uh, atmosphere the it, that it separates sexuality it separates the royal family from the people and people want to look up to the royal yeah. family as leaders and if they're hiding their identity uh their truth and yeah. uh, then it doesn't give permission to the people you know it shames them you you have to hide it if the royal family yeah. are hiding it then i have to hide it you coming out and being willing to share right. your story and being willing having gone through everything you you were willing to walk away from family from everything to stand tall in who you were and and the people that yes. you're representing that has given so many people permission right. to come out to their families uh, and especially your father apologizing publicly you know it's how many people have gone to their fathers yeah. and say if the royal family can apologize you know uh, why can't you mm-hmm. why can't you accept me so i would imagine your movement really 
really took flight during that time where an awful lot of people came right. out and weren't so scared because they felt they really had a community. They had a spotlight yeah. on the fact that this is not a criminal act. This is not a sinful act. Mm. This is not against God. You are just, yeah. actually, it's not even your character. It's not your personality. It's just who you are sexually. And yes. so much emphasis is put on the sexual part of a person. We forget about the whole rest of them, right? You know, mm. you're gay. Well, what yes. does that mean? Your sexual preferences is you're gay. You prefer the other sex. Uh, you know, the same sex mm. rather than the other sex. But what's that got to do with your personality, with your character, with who you are as a human being? And why can't we focus on that? Right. Yes, exactly. That's so true. So today, so, yes, uh, uh, yeah. where is your organization today? Because I can imagine that now, you know, I know I watched a documentary with Stephen Fry where he was talking about uh, you know, the transgender and the gay community in India, and I'm not quite sure which party was in and how they're still being persecuted. Um, and India, of course, is quite divided. You know, is it still hard for some people to come out in certain areas of India, uh, you mm -hmm. know, that they're going to get persecuted in doing so? Yes, definitely. Uh, it's a very uh, region-wise because in India, as you would know, I don't call India as a country. I call it more as a subcontinent because we have so many states and each state is like a different country because it, each state has its own language, its culture, its food habits and governments are also not the same. So it all depends on which part of India you are from because your cultural and your social issues and the government uh, support uh, and uh, that, that's, that's what depends uh, on how much the person um, uh, is, is comfortable to uh, come out of one's closet and talk about uh, one's, uh, one's truth. So uh, uh, it is uh, still difficult, uh, but uh, now that we have a law which got changed two years ago, and we are, uh, I mean, today is the, the fifth and, uh, 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 and like in India now, it's already past 12. And that's on 6th September, that's tomorrow, we are going to celebrate uh, the second anniversary of our freedom. You know, when the, when the a law uh, which criminalized homosexuality was, was amended and uh, we were given this freedom by the Supreme Court. So now that the law has changed this, the, I have seen a lot of confidence has come up in, in a lot of uh, the community and they are, uh, they are coming out to their parents uh, for the simple reason that they don't want to get married to a girl right. not, or, or a lesbian then they don't want to get married to a, to a boy uh, and uh, they, want to, they don't want to get succumbed to these marriage pressures because marriage pressure in India is tremendous. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, and parents are, you know, we, we are so mentally conditioned to be attached to the parents. So parents take advantage of this situation and they, they try and they emotionally blackmail their children. Right. Uh, to get them uh, married. Even after the, they, they, like, you know, you saw what happened to my parents, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, even now, they, they, are so, they were so educated, highly educated, but education in this doesn't matter, you know. You, uh, you, have, you are totally ignorant about the subject. So a lot of us are scared that we will be homeless or we'll be right. thrown out to home. We'll be, uh, you know, uh, having financial problems. So not many people will come out. But now with this uh, last two years, we have seen increase in number of people. Parents have also started realizing right. that, no, we need to uh, honor and respect our child's uh, freedom. And uh, if 
if he or she is not doing anything wrong then it's like you know it's it's good to give them the freedom so right. there are there are changes have been observed good i mean uh, that, you know change yeah. is happening you know it's as I said, the universe is, is shaking us up to wake us up to step it up and change it up. And that is environmental. Yeah. That is, you know, in society, that is in ourselves and embracing who we are. What is life about? Mm -hmm. But to discover who you are and why you're here and what is it you're here mm -hmm. to do. So really, who cares what your sexual orientation is? Unless in your case, it is a case where you have brought liberation to other people. You have probably been yes. the person that's been around it being decriminalized by other parents accepting mm -hmm. that their children are, are homosexual and not disowning them or not stop loving them because of it. Uh, we've, mm. There are so many other issues in the world that we need to worry about. Right now, COVID, and I know yeah. it's pretty rampant in, yes. in India as well. Um, there are so many, the environment, you know, there's so many environmental issues. There's so many other issues as the sex trade and, and um, you mm. know, organizations taking advantage. Why are we putting so much political pressure or societal pressure on uh, somebody's sexual preference when there are so many other issues mm. we need to turn our eyes to? So, you mm. know, mm. it's an issue that we still sh shouldn't be talking about, but we are because... I've known people mm. whose parents will have nothing to do with them because they're gay. And, mm. and funny yeah. enough, it's most of the time it's the fathers and, and the fathers, it's like, you know, they feel that it's an affront on their masculinity to have a gay son is an mm -hmm. affront on their masculinity. Yeah. Um, you know, how could I, you know, such a beefy man have a gay child, you know, and it's, uh, and mm. it's got nothing to do with that. You know, it's really got nothing to yeah. do with the father. It's, this is the yeah. child, they're already navigating enough in life. They need mm. your support, they need your love. Get over your own issues as a parent. Yeah. Get over your own issues and stop holding this against the child and be there for them because they're going to get enough penalization from everybody else. So be their support. Yes. If you love your child, there shouldn't be a condition to it. As I said, if they turn out to be a serial mm. killer, that, I, I, you know, stretching the limits, but for somebody just being of a sexual or different orientation. No, we have no right to do that to our children. Uh, and that is, that is the, the parent or even society's insecurity with self, that they cannot mm. accept somebody else for who they are. And, yes. and uh, you know, a lot of people all the time, like your parents, wanting to cure you or, or put the blame on someone else the gay mafia your mm. friends influence everybody else but nobody ever takes accountability for themselves and why am i feeling mm. this way why am i scared um why can't i stand up to the royal conservatives and say this is this century and these type of things are acceptable mm. now and why can't i stand up and accept my son um why are we still cowbowing to the old pressure? And, you know, I go back to Megan and, and Harry. They've left the royal family mm. um, because they wanted to pursue their own, their own callings, a lot to do with paparazzi as well. And the tabloids want to make such a feud of a divide in the family and condemning them and persecuting them. And it's wrong. I, I give them, again, kudos for standing up and following a calling that's important to them. 
They're not the yeah. sixth in line for the throne. So they have that freedom to go and do what, what they believe they need to do. So you standing up for what you believe in, standing tall. It would have been so easy for you just to have given in, got married, probably still have relationships on the side, right? Which I'm sure yeah. a lot of people are doing, right? And, you know, give them an air and shut them up and uh, carry on life, you know, in the closet. But you had too much respect for yourself to do that. And too much respect for the community, yes. um, the gay community to do that. And we need people like you to stand up because if we don't, where's our example? Where do we find our strength? Mm. Where do we find our courage to stand up? We find it from people mm. like you who inspire people to say, it doesn't matter what I've gone through. It doesn't matter who's turned against me. I am gay. And that's it. Yes. Do you have any siblings? Yes, that's I have a I have a younger sister. Uh, she was in the beginning a bit uh, uh, homophobic because uh, there is another misconception that uh, most uh, gays are pedophile. <laughs> so uh, you know, uh, yeah. So yes. she, uh, in fact, uh, uh, she at that time when I came out, she has the uh, her son and daughter, which were, who were quite young, and she was always scared. You know that. Uh, the uncle will make my children gay, you know. Yes. <laughs> so, so she had this, 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 yeah. But now, now her children, on the contrary, now they've grown up. The son is 27, the the daughter is 20, 26, and they are so supportive of my cause. Mm. They are just the opposite of their parents, right? You know, they 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 take pride in their uncle, and they they kind of uh, they they've been helping me a lot in my and supporting me. So, which has kind of made the parents also realize that like, you know, that uh, uh, there is some truth in the, my fight and my, my existence. So the, the children have, uh, you know, uh, opened the eyes of the parents, right. the young generation, which is, yeah, which is a very good thing, uh, I would say. Well, I mean, the kids look at it and go, well, what's the grief? You know, what's the beef? What, what's the difference? We, yeah. we, we love him. So he loves guys. You know, they just kids. Yeah don't see it the same way the adults do and the yes. adults are only seeing it from what they've been taught to see yes. so if we mm. can deprogram people and and look at our kids you know it's the same with kids who brown and white black and white yellow and white who cares the kids see each other vibrationally mm. they don't see the color yeah that color is taught by society and by their parents right, right? so yeah for a child not to like homosexuals, well, how do you even know what that is? That's got to have come from an mm. adult. So, mm. Uh, mm. why don't we follow the example of the children? Yes, They're much better. Definitely, I yeah, I, they are easily uh, you know uh, moldable. Like you know, they are like it's like clay. You know how when you're making a pot, uh, the clay is soft. You can mold that clay and make it into any shape yeah. you want to. So this just they they yeah they are very innocent and they 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 kind of uh, are open to mm. uh, they are very flexible I would say mentally that you know they will they will want to understand and now with so much of uh, social media and internet and things which which was not there when I was growing yeah. up uh, the, the children are born with uh, in the born with social media born with cell phones internet so they all they have they have a lot of exposure to the outside world. So uh, they know. In fact, they they know more, much more than even their parents know. You know, yes. <laughs> in a way. So and, and so, they yeah, have so idols they're, 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 that they you know they absolutely love, and then they you know that idol yeah. comes out you know as gay, and 
it doesn't stop them yeah. loving them. You know, if they, they still love them, then yeah. they love their courage even more. You know, we're, we're, as a human society, we're constantly looking for permission, permission to be, you know, to allow ourselves to pursue, to believe we can be yeah. more than we can be, uh, to place any right. form of importance on ourselves. And I don't mean self-importance of the insecure ego, but the importance of being able to mm. look after ourselves, honor ourselves. And I think more of a yeah. society that we do that, the more equilibrium to society would be. Right, right, right. So true. Now, so obviously, you know, the family line has been broken as you didn't have a son. Was that also a factor? Yeah. Were they afraid that they wouldn't have a grandson to carry on the name? Yes. Yeah. Not, not just my parents, even the, the people of my, uh, the town uh, uh, where I come from, they also had a lot of expectation because they still the look up to the royal family as yeah. their role models or their icons. Uh, and... Uh, and more so because my ancestors have done a lot to develop this place and bringing a lot of infrastructure and public utility that they, they respect us like gods, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, they, 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 are, they, are, they are concerned that, uh, you know, uh, uh, if there is nobody to uh, take this legacy forward, then what's going to happen? So but, the, I mean, your sister's had... taking it forward though. So doesn't yeah. does so, she carry yeah. that weight? That, exactly. So that's what uh, I'm planning because... Uh, uh, I, I also don't want that the history should be uh, erased. It, this, uh, this legacy has to continue. There, there has to be a future custodian to take this uh, heritage uh, and this responsibility forward. And fortunately, my, my sister's children, both of them are interested in, in preserving the heritage. And they are, even though they are, uh, uh, yeah, they, because their education and, you know, the exposure, in fact, my uh, uh, my nephew uh, graduated in uh, UK and uh, he was uh, uh, serving the uh, United Nations General Secretary uh, uh, Ban Ki-moon when Ban Ki-moon was the UN Secretary. He, he was his assistant. So he has seen a lot. He, being in United Nations, he, has, he's known, he knows about human rights issues and various things. You know, that exposure has come to him and he's well connected and uh, exposed so uh, they are the, the, they are in a way uh, quite fit and ready to take forward this responsibility, which I am very very happy about because uh, uh, see we we all are uh, uh, nobody is permanent, right? You know, now I, you know me. So that we, we need to we need to hand give hand holding. We need to create new leadership. Uh, uh, you know, have somebody from the future generation to. To be the torchbearers, to be the kind of lead, yeah. uh, uh, the, the, take the responsibility. So uh, and, and, I'm, and I'm keeping, keeping. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're keeping with tradition, but there's a new perspective, a more broad-minded perspective with with the yeah. children. Uh, so they're going to bring uh, the traditions more into this century. Uh, and which yes. does mean there has to be some adaptability and some made traditions just no longer serve. Um, right, I, right. That's, that's a lot with, you know, with, with Harry and, and um, William, you know, the way mm. that they've gone about it, they kind of followed their mother's path in the way that they mm. treat people and the, or the organizations, the thing they did. They still kept up with the tradition, but they did it yes. in a way that is more um, relative to society today, because you can't right. impose the old regime 
on the young people. You have yeah. to update it, don't you? It has to come from somebody who, yeah. who understands what today's world is all about. Mm -hmm. That's true, yeah. In fact, uh, I, I gave an interview in the media about when the Harry and Meghan case happened. The media had called me um, as a member of a royal family to get my uh, you know, comment. And uh, exactly the way you have uh, uh, described this whole thing, the same thing I told the media. Mm -hmm. you know, so I, I, I'm very much, when you were telling all this to me just now, I was thinking about that fact. That, because I, I sincerely believe that, uh, you know, they, they, what they have done is absolutely right. And uh, they, they, what step they've taken is, I'm totally in agreement with that, you know, because I can understand as a, as a member of a royal family, uh, uh, that uh, what their, their steps have been very appropriate. Right. Yes. And, you know, it's it, it not taken lightly. You didn't take it mm -hmm. lightly. You know, when you were yes. pushed after four years to saying, I'm just coming out. <laughs> you know, it's time, you know, no yeah. more. I'm coming out. And, you know, I'm sure for them it was some a decision. If we are going to step aside from the royal family, but still be royals, but represent them on causes yeah. that we feel are important, it's not going to be done lightly. Right. You know, leaving the country is not done lightly. Um, but sometimes the cause, the cause and the movement is yeah. more important than you are, right? You know, you have yes. to break free of the comfort and you have to go and stand for what you believe in because this is right. why you are here. This is your meaningful purpose. Right, right. True. So your organization helps an awful lot with AIDS. What is the AIDS today in, in your jurisdiction or, or in India? Because we don't hear much about it nowadays. You know, it, obviously in the mm. 90s, it was the, you know, the pandemic of its own. Um, and of course, it's still around. But do you still see a lot more of it today? Or is there more education um, around it and preventing yeah. it? Right. So I have been an uh, AIDS activist for almost uh, 20, 20, 22 years in India. And uh, as recently, or five years back, uh, as my introduction says, I was appointed as an um, ambassador for, brand ambassador for uh, AIDS Healthcare Foundation, uh, which is focusing on HIV testing and treatment. Now, uh, if I tell you statistically, uh, India is the third highest in the world with regards to HIV infections which is very, very high. Uh, the government records say that 2.5 million people are infected in India. Wow. But of course, that's just the tip of the iceberg, I would say, you know, mm -hmm. because the fact is that not many people are tested. Right. You know, in India. So uh, these are the only the ones who are tested, who uh, they, they, the government claims that they're 2.5 million. But uh, I can imagine if the, if the more and more people are tested, there will be definitely much more uh, infections than, than the, what, uh, what is being stated by the government. Right. So, uh, uh, so, so my job is to uh, get, do a lot of advocacy with all levels, with the government, with the, with the policy makers, political leaders, uh, educational institutions, uh, law practitioners. Uh, media uh, and various levels to try to see and, uh, and educate the people that why testing is important and uh, also uh, the fact that, uh, that if, you are, if you are tested positive and if you are starting on your treatment, then you could prevent the, the virus from uh, getting transmitted to the other person if, right. if you are on a regular uh, antiretroviral treatment. So uh, another scary thing in India is that we have the largest youth population in the world. 
Oh, really? If you, if you, if you, if, yeah. So, and that's why it is scary is because we know for facts his, from other his, uh, historical facts from other countries, especially in Africa, where the entire youth population has been wiped off because of HIV. And they are uh, only yes. the very young or very old, you know. So that can, because the youth is the productive uh, part of the, of, the, of the society of the country, you know. So we can't afford to lose the youth. Uh, that's so very the future. important. The third, exactly. The third thing which I would like to state is that it's not the population is not the problem in India. Yeah, of course, we are, the, we are a highly populated country in the world. But more than population, it is the migration. Uh, which is causing the spread of the virus uh, because it, we got the highest migrant migration happening uh, from the, the lower economical uh, the states uh, of India to the states where they are offering job opportunities and they are economically better well off. So this migration is, is you know, uh, and most of them are single male migrants. They travel uh, to these states. They don't take their wives along with them. Now, in order to fulfill their sexual needs, they have uh, unprotected sex with men and women, you know, uh, and then go. they get infected, they go back, they infect their wives, and that's how it's, it's like kind of spreading. And uh, we know for the fact that 85% of the infections are spread through sexual transmission. So a lot of education needs to be done uh, at all levels. Fortunately, uh, with uh, our strong lobbying with the government and all, around uh, three or four years back, the government brought about uh, HIV AIDS bill in the parliament, in the Indian parliament, which is now giving a lot of rights to the positive people and also, uh, you know, saving them from uh, getting discriminated right. uh, at various levels and uh, uh, and a lot of, lot of benefits are being given uh, to positive people. And, the, and uh, in that way, even a lot of education is being, is being done. So the country, as it's moving forward with the LGBT rights, it's also moving forward with uh, rights for the HIV uh, po positive persons, but uh, we need to get as many people as tested as possible. That is the only way we will be able to save this country from uh, uh, a disaster, you know, I would say. I also think that, quite honestly, sex education, not the, what they have in the schools, but to understand <laughs> you're not proving yourself to be a man by sleeping yeah. or having sex with many people, you know. To yes. To truly be a man, gay man or straight man, it's about how can you make one person happy? If that yeah. person could be really happy over a long period of time, that really, it, it shows the character of a man. I think that a society across the world has to look at this notch in their belt of how many people yeah. they've slept with needs to change mm. because not only AIDS, yeah. but it, the immoral, um, then the persecution generally of the women you know, they may get mm. raped or, um, and then it's the woman's fault always. So a yeah, lot of education yeah. needs to happen, doesn't it? Education on, uh, on that, you know, being a highly sexual person or very well, it has to be consensual with the people you're doing it with, mm. but there is a responsibility with it. And it, it, you know, don't get pressurized. Like you're going to be around people and you're going to make them gay. Well, when mm. you do get around people who are promiscuous, it is going to incite someone into promiscuity because that's what everybody's telling them they've got to do. So mm. that uh, sex education right from the word go of abstinence, you know, uh, or being selective yeah. or being in a relationship, um, 
Yeah. And, uh, and if you are sexually active, condoms. You know, they should condoms, have a condom yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. Prevention yeah. is better than cure. Right? Better than cure, exactly. Yeah. 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 In fact, uh, we, we started uh, under my ambassadorship, uh, we were the first organization in India to start a free condom store. Excellent. So we are, uh, we, we, yeah, so we give, uh, we, uh, we uh, uh, online uh, order, uh, we are able to uh, send uh, condoms at your doorstep free with free home delivery and with no charge. So uh, we have, uh, we have been able to, uh, because there is always a stigma to even go to a yes. uh, chemist or a pharmacy to buy a condom, you know. So we, we wanted to uh, uh, get rid of that and we want to see that as many people use condom, as you rightly said, that's the only way you can protect and have uh, protected sex and uh, prevention is definitely better than cure. And prevention of children, you know, you know, more yeah, yeah, wanted yeah. babies, yeah. you know, as you said, you've got such a high yeah, population exactly. there. Yeah. How many of these children were not yeah. planned? And they can't be taken care of because there's too many children in a family. And this whole stigma yes. about wearing a condom, oh, I'm too much of a man, I don't need to wear that. Forget about that, chum. Mm -hmm. I want to see responsibility first. <laughs> you know? Yes. All right? And so it's, it's time to take ownership, isn't it? Yes. So the, that's why we, we are doing a lot of condom promotion in the country. And we are, we are also supplying to the government also. Many times government is facing shortage, so they order from us. And uh, we, we try to spread this. It's an American brand, but we get it manufactured in India. It's called uh, uh, Love Condom, L-O-V-E, Love. So uh, it's, it's, doing, it's very, doing very well and we get a lot of orders coming. Even during the COVID period, we have been able to supply um, condoms to a lot of people, you know. I would imagine yeah. that the orders went up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got orders even busier. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I did a, a story um, a few months ago with a guy who um, used to have his DVDs printed in, in India. And eventually he went to a village uh, when he was over visiting the uh, factory to discover that there was no running water and no toilets. And he changed, oh. he sold his business and then he went into producing toilets like in schools because so many people mm. don't go to school because there's no toilet or there isn't proper running yeah. water. And that still in a country, you know, like India, that there are still these problems, these hygiene problems. And again, is that mm -hmm. putting so much focus on condemning a particular, uh, you know, people for their sexual orientation or whatever, when, there, when you have a crisis like this, where there's still mm. not enough running water or toilets in, in the country, sometimes people have to just really switch around and look at what's important. What is yes. important here? Now, with the gay community, mm. condoms, because again, you don't know who your partner has slept with. Yeah. So sensibility, yeah. right? Um, yeah. And, you know, it, it's probably quite common for, for gay people to be promiscuous in the, in the beginning, uh, as it mm. is with any sexual um, person who's in discovery. Again, responsibility. You know, don't mm. just throw caution to the wind, responsibility. But as you have found your calling in, in the prevention of HIV, providing the condoms, sexual education, support for the LGBT community, we need to put our eyes on collectively what is important in life. And we are in a change yeah. right now. There's a huge change being invited and that change is brought about by us, isn't it? Look what mm -hmm. you did. One person, define your family, 
coming out, causing an earthquake on the day that you did it. <laughs> Reaching <laughs> Oprah's ears on it. So, um, and look at the impact that you've had. So it's, it's a good example for people to, to look at when people say, I'm only one person, I don't know what I can do. We all can do something, whether it's one drop or a gallon. We can all do something, yeah. but we've got to be willing to step out of our comfort zone and step yeah. up and do something that's important that you believe in, right? Yes, very true, very true. Yeah, otherwise, uh, I mean, people ask me, what was the necessity of you doing? You had the best luxurious lifestyle. I said, no, not at the cost of my imprisonment, yeah. you know. Yes. I would never have liked to live in this, this life uh, and uh, I and people ask me that do you regret coming out? I said I I don't regret coming out, but I do regret that I should have come out much earlier. You yes, know? yes. And, and not I came out at forty one. I should have come out at thirty one, or you know probably earlier than that. That is my only regret. Otherwise, I I, I will never regret the fact that uh, I came out of my closet. But you know, had you come out. Um, earlier, you know, I mean, obviously your parents' reaction may have been the same, but because you have gone through what your parents put you through, you know there are others mm. out there going through that. So you can empathize yeah. with them. You understand what they're going through. Yes. And yes. they tell you, my family turned against me. If your family had been supportive, it wouldn't have been such a struggle. Having it been a struggle for you, you now understand the struggles of others. And in that empathy, you yeah. know how to serve them. So there's always a reason why we go through difficulty, isn't yes, it? Yes. Go through challenges. Yeah. There's always a reason. And, yeah. and uh, that's, that's the reason why uh, I, I, I mentioned to you that uh, in my introduction that uh, uh, I have, uh, I'm starting a refuge home. I'm starting a shelter home uh, in a, at an LGBTQ campus in one of my palace grounds, uh, which was gifted to me by my father. See, the, you know, the, Kudos, you know, Dad. You know, the yeah. <laughs> My, my father created this huge estate, royal estate, in which I'm making this campus, which is going to provide a shelter home for all those who would be thrown out from their homes and they could have a roof over their head. And I would be, I'd be having a skill center to train them to build their capacities so that they could be financially independent and not having to, uh, you know, get succumbed to marriage pressures and, uh, you know, live the life uh, uh, of truth. So those are my dreams, which I want to do in uh, my campus, uh, because uh, uh, as you rightly said, I have undergone gone so much of struggles in my life that I, I don't wish to see that yeah. with another individual. So that for, so for that reason, I'm making this uh, campus. Uh, and whom do I leave this estate to, you know, I'm, as I, I'm not going to have children, you know. Right. So uh, uh, I think this, this, this estate can be very fruitfully used for serving the community world over, you know, anyone who, who needs help uh, are welcome to come and uh, enjoy the facilities and more than anything else, enjoy that freedom to be who you are and be, live the life of truth. You know, this is a secure place where they would be not judged by anyone. They would not, they would, uh, they would be having the freedom to do what they want to do without uh, having the fear of getting discriminated. So that's, that's an important um, part right they're with their tribe world. they're with people who understand and, and yes. it isn't about them against us it but it's when you find people um that are you know are like you know you feel that you're in a community where you don't need to explain yourself all the time 
people understand. Right. And if you are having a difficulty, generally somebody has gone through it and they can help you through it or just be the ears mm -hmm. and understanding and the yeah. compassion. And um, why do we, you know, whether it's, whether it's the LGBT uh, T community or whatever community, we go to people who understand us that care about who we are. And that is yes, what true. the important thing about community is. And, um, you know, leaving, you know, having not only it now, but there's a legacy left to other people. We're not going to see anytime soon in the next 20 years or 30 years, um, you know, the LGBT community completely and utterly accepted around the world. It's more accepted now than it ever has yeah. been. But we still see an awful lot of persecution um, here. You yeah. know, in America, we're seeing a, an awful lot of transgender people being attacked or mm. being killed. There is still that homophobia out there. And for as long as it is yeah, out yeah. there, there, as long as you're going to need that sanctuary and those people that are a community uh, that can be supportive. Mm. So it's very, very important work that you're doing. And I hope that you're an example for other people in other countries, you know, to do the same yes. thing because it's not just in India that you have this problem. Yeah. It's everywhere in the world. Definitely, yes. There, there is, uh, I have seen some changes happen in other parts of the world as well, uh, directly or indirectly, and I feel happy for that. And, uh, and one of my aim is, see, in India, uh, I, I like, you know, uh, uh, we are, you know, ours is a very old culture, uh, old cultural heritage. Uh, so there is Sanskrit language is one of the world's oldest language. Now in, in Sanskrit, uh, there is a saying, uh, the, the, the Sanskrit saying is Vasudheva Kutumukam. Uh, the meaning of this word is the whole world is one family. Yes. And I, I, I very much believe in and uh, would like to uh, uh, structure my life based on this saying. And that's the reason I have taken this opportunity that wherever I get invited to any part of the world, I, I, I go to that part, I meet the world leaders, the people who, who are really influential and powerful to make this change happen because we need, the whole world needs to come together, you know, and, and like, and, and it's just not these issues. It's like, and as you mentioned in the past, there are health issues, there are, there are environmental issues, uh, there are social issues, there are many issues, but we need, all need to come together. Yes. Then we would be able to make this world a happier place to live. Uh, it's, it's the thing is we've got to yes. understand we're all energy and we're all different frequencies yes. of energy and the higher we raise our frequency yes. into the state of love the less that we are going yes. to condemn other people or hate other people because it's just a totally different frequency and this planet right, is right. suffering because of us we're suffering because of ourselves we've seen enough of the hate yeah. enough of it enough right. of the destruction mm. Um, a lot, a lot of the disruption, and you know, right now again in the states, we're seeing one hell of a divide go on, and it's an example mm -hmm. around the world of what's not working. We know, divided we fall, together we rise. Yeah. And when we can right. get out of our own egos, our own self-importance, and look to what the common good is, we can come together, raise that vibration, and do good for one another and this planet. Yes. Definitely. So uh, uh, I, I always believe in, uh, you know, being united and fighting out any issues uh, you know, on a united front. Exactly. 
exactly. <laughs> so, um, hmm. what are you, what is your site? What is your organization called? How do people get hold of it? Um, if somebody is listening to this and they want to come out, doesn't matter where they are in the world, you know, can they, can no. they reach you? Is there a place to do that? Yes, definitely. Uh, my uh, website is uh, www. Uh, lakshyatrust.com uh, l-a-k-s-h-y-a-t-r-u-s-t dot c-o-m that's the website and there are there in that uh, there are two columns one is uh, uh, you can uh, you can write if you want to be a volunteer uh, uh, or if you need any assistance uh, uh, then the, then you can write a letter uh, for that reason the, the letters directly get uh, 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 to me and uh, most of the time I am personally handling them or uh, if uh, my co-founder uh, of the trust is available, then he ha also handles uh, the, the uh, emails which come. And uh, uh, this uh, website has helped me to connect with a lot of people all over the world, uh, including allies, because even uh, I have got in touch with many people who, who are not from the community and yet want to help. Right. So that's something which I... I uh, I badly need, you know, right. <laughs> I think more, I need more, I need more allies than I need anyone else. So Thanks. I'm very fortunate that through this website, I've got in touch with many, many people, very, very influential people uh, who are really genuinely want to help us uh, in spreading the word and uh, to, to mainstream our issues in the society. That That's very important. The word mainstreaming is, is very important for me because we need to we, we need to be mainstream and these allies are the ones who are help, help, are helpful to me. So uh, anyone who wishes to write, they are more than welcome to write to me. I'll try to reply to them as fast as possible. If, if there's any, they have any uh, issues uh, of coming out or any kind of uh, social issues or, or any issues, personal issues they are facing, then we, we are trying to help them out as well. And uh, nowadays, uh, I mean, the world has become kind of virtual, you know, mm -hmm. we are, uh, I mean, you are in Canada, I'm in India, I mean, yet we are having such a uh, right. talk as if I'm just sitting in front of you and talking. You know? Exactly. And so you, met our, you met our Prime Minister Trudeau, he came to see you. Yes. And, and you know, we're very proud exactly. of him, that he's such a humanitarian. He really is yeah. up for the LGBTQ community, stands up for refugees, he stands up for the yes. downtrodden. So yeah. we're very proud of him over that. Exactly. So. So, yeah, so the, I think uh, through websites and through virtual contacts and virtual platform, we will be able to connect and still keep doing our work. It's, it's not necessary that I have to travel to Canada or you have to travel right. to India. Or, you know, we can, on virtual platform itself, we, we can do so many things which uh, we can't even imagine. So uh, uh, anyone who wishes to connect, I'm, I'll be more than happy to get connected with uh, anyone through the site, those who would be knowing about this, uh, this platform. Uh, this website, uh, I, I'll be very happy to, to connect. And, you know, it's so very, very important that people do reach out, you know, and if you, no question is, is, is um, too stupid because, you know, if it means something to you, then you need an answer. So mm. again, the site is www.lakshyatrust.com and to reach out to you and, you know, just, 
the fact that you read the emails, you know, you and your co-founder yourselves, you know, also shows the engagement that you're putting in there, that, yeah. that, that this isn't something you're tossing off to a whole load of volunteers. You're engaged with this. You care. You want yeah. to make a difference. You want that sanctuary for people. And that's what we need more of in the world. We, we've seen enough of of leaders who want to be dictators. We want to see people who want to be, you know, there for the people, who care for the people. And when you care for another human yes, being and you step up in kindness, look what you're doing for that human being. Look what you're doing for them. You're seeding those possibilities, that permission, that allowing for them to bloom, for them to be all that they're meant to be. And, and it, all it takes is, is some kindness and some caring. Yeah, Sarah, I, I want to add something to what you say. Uh, yeah, definitely, I like to care about the other persons, but for, uh, it is very important, uh, firstly, to care about yourself. Yes. We need to first care, care, care for yourself, then you will be able to care for others. Mm -hmm. So I always tell everyone I meet, I said, uh, uh, first, your first duty is towards yourself then it is towards others. So if you care for yourself, you keep yourself healthy, you keep yourself smiling, you keep your, keeping yourself happy, then you will be able to make others happy, others healthy, and uh, uh, you know, then that, uh, that, is, that caring becomes more stronger. The so, abundance uh, rubs rub over, over, right? right? Yeah, yeah. It, yes. it, it's yeah. building people up to the point of their own abundance. Yes. Right, yeah. Right, right. And you know, you stood your ground. You stood your ground, you took the beatings, so to speak, and you came out and you stood tall in it. So thank you for doing that. Because it doesn't, you. It, 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 it doesn't matter if somebody's gay or if somebody is just having a hard time. You know, um, I've interviewed a, f a few women who, um, um, East Indian women here in Canada that were in, in forced marriages. And they came out of them, mm. you know, with planned marriages. And they finally stood up for themselves and said, no, this is not for me. And it takes courage mm. to do that. It takes strength to do that. But when you've got somebody who's done it, despite the odds, faced the challenges, mm. knows the difficulty, but stood up and said, I am, without apology, Right. Uh, that is something that we look to. So thank you so much yeah. for, for having the courage and the tenacity uh, to do that, because it's very, very important in the world. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me on this show as well. Yeah. Uh, it's been an absolute delight, um, total privilege. And it's really, really important that people understand, A, if you have somebody gay in your family, put your prejudice aside. Stop looking the, at them at their sexuality and look at them for their heart and their soul and their character. What their sexuality has really got nothing to do with you. You have no right to persecute them. And if they're coming out and they're confused and they don't know where to go, then help them. They don't need your persecution. They need your guidance, which is really important. And you can go to Madeira and you can go to the site and you can see all the encouragement there and you're not alone which is important nobody wants to be alone so thank you so much for sharing your story here today thank you thank you for having me again my pleasure until next time folks remember we can make the difference that we seek so bye for now we hope you enjoyed the show we look forward to bringing you more shows 
please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.